Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good Risings. I'm Marie Burns-Holzer, and this is Spoonful of Spirituality. Why do we give gifts as part of religious practices and holidays? Well, it turns out that we've been doing this since we climbed down from the trees and took to the caves. Gift giving seems to have originally started as a way not only to show favor, but also affection. If you think about it, it makes sense. You see someone you like, and you know that they like that pretty purple flower that you saw, or they're particularly fond of a food that you just gathered. So you give them some, and maybe they'll see that you like them and like you more too. Now, we all like it when someone gives us something that we like. Our brains literally light up. This person is good to us, like them more. So then to show our affection, we might make sure that they have more of the meat that we're cooking or offer them a shiny rock because we once noticed that they lingered while looking at another shiny rock. Over the millennia, of course, it has gotten a little more complicated than that. Gifts were used to establish dominance because the more one had, the more that person could afford to give without it hurting. And then even if the gift receivers were not so fond of the gift giver, they might feel obligated to show respect and gratitude with a gift of their own in return. Nuance could be given within the gift because if you knew that they liked a rare stone, you could garner more favor by giving them a little of the stone instead of a lot of your food. But also, if you knew they favored cinnamon while their enemy favored saffron, you could gift them saffron, which has always been very expensive, as a way to show both your respect and disrespect or alliance with their enemy. On and on the nuances could be layered until a gift is no longer just a gift at all, but a message, an obligation, a chain of diplomacies to be managed. This is why I have always been ambivalent about socially obligatory gift-giving holidays. So much can be read into what is given and why, because we are, to our core, social pack animals who long to be seen, heard, and accepted by our people. Our brains are pattern recognition machines and are always looking for proof of our belonging and threats to that belonging. So how can we give gifts as a joyful, spiritual practice of love and affection instead of a task of political intrigue? As with most things in life, it starts by communicating your intentions and following through. I am personally surrounded by amazing gift givers who consider it their primary love language. I have had to sit down with my intimates and explain that gift giving just isn't one of my love languages, but I do love them. And so I'm going to give them something to show my affection and to make their lives cozier, make them laugh or smile, or because it's something useful I know that they need. Because the best gifts I can think of are my time 
food, and energy. So anything I can give at the holidays are just icing on the cake as far as I'm concerned. But you know what? What's amazing is that they not only understood, but they made it easier for me by giving me lists of themes that they like or things that they're into right now, because they wanted me to have the same delight they have in giving just the right gift. And really, that's what gift giving is all about. It's about making someone you care about smile because they know that you paid attention and you care. Because that is the gift within the gift, don't you think? I'm Marie Burns Holzer, and you can find me at Marie Burns Holzer on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review. We love hearing from you. Now go be excellent to yourself and to each other. We have some exciting news. You can now search more than 700 Good Risings episodes on the new Fathom.fm app, the podcast player from the future. Now go to Fathom.fm slash Good Risings to ask questions and hear answers directly from the Good Risings podcast. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.